Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Beef State. It is September 12th, 2023. It has been a little while since we've talked. Uh, I think there was a football game played in between that time. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a lot more uh, about Nebraska football, what's been going on with the program, the state of the program. Uh, it is September 12th, 2023. Uh, another week of college football has come and gone. It's it feels like spring out, Scott. It feels like football weather. I, I went out this morning and it was uh, it was cold as hell. Scott, uh, does it? I mean, how are the how are the boys playing? The boys playing well? Is it officially boys football season well. out there? Boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're three and zero. Oh. Hell yeah, three and zero. Oh, we've allowed twenty one points so far this year. So defense holding up. Hell yeah. How it's many games? Season. Three games. Three games. Yep. Three and zero. Oh, so three games. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, it's a good start. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Vibes are high, I think, when it comes to football as a whole. Uh, Nebraska football vibes, maybe not so high at the moment. Uh, we caught a little bit of flack. At least I caught some flack from uh, some Colorado fans, believe it or not, uh, about my prediction. Look, yeah, credit to Colorado. You know, played played a pretty good game. You know, the, the really frustrating part is Colorado made pretty much every mistake I thought they were going to make. They had the exact problems mm-hmm. I thought they were going to have. I, listen, how was I supposed to know Jeff Sims was going to turn the ball over four times without anybody touching him, right? Like, I, I mean, that's just something that, you know, maybe I should have known because, you know, he didn't have the greatest game against Minnesota, you know, somehow played worse. You know, that stuff uh, kind of happens. We're going to dive into that. We're going to talk about, uh, right. obviously, we've talked about Jeff Sims. We'll talk about him later. We don't want to spend the entire time talking about him because, you know, that's all anyone is talking about. For the most part, um, Scott, what were your what were your initial thoughts coming off that Colorado game? Yeah, um, so I've said this before the season. I've been very comfortably numb so far, or, or in the last maybe two and a half seasons, one and a half seasons, where I wasn't super distraught at any loss. Like I was just, you know, it's fine. It just rolls off me. Ever since 2021, I haven't felt the same watching a football game. Really? That's changed this year. I just have different feelings this year. I'm feeling something. I have not been that upset at a football game while it was happening because I've been upset at some endings of football games. Being that upset at a football game while it was happening because we literally, in every sense of the word, sometimes people will say we gave the game away, but really the other team took the game. Mm-hmm. We gave the game away yeah and it happened Wrapped it sent it to him gave yeah. him a nice card and a pat on the butt here you go colorado here is the game literally here is the game in the second quarter that's like one of the worst like three minutes of football i've ever seen in my life it was not pretty it wasn't pretty at all i mean we did the game plan was good we were stopping colorado you know, with three minutes left in the first half, Colorado had 69 yards. That defense was flying around early. I mean, they got... They were playing great. When you turn the ball we over like that you know. four times, the defense, I mean, they just cannot keep... I mean, Colorado's fast. Like, there's no secret There's no, uh, There's no. no secret to that. And Yeah, we are who we thought we were. Or they are who we thought they were. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? I did. Colorado fans should not be feeling better about themselves leaving that game. Damn, really? <laughs> no. I mean... <laughs> What did you do that you didn't think you could do? Pri- I mean, Travis Hunter was contained reasonably well while the game was still competitive. Before the defense will finally gave out. Yeah. I mean, he still played amazing. You know, there's no, 
He had three catches for 75 yards, and he had six or so tackles. It wasn't quite the performance he had at TCU. Um, no. I, I mean, I don't know how many games, just because it's physically so insane that he can have right. that similar to that TCU game. Uh, as a two-way player, that's tossed. still a phenomenal. He got tossed by both of our tight ends. Wow. He got a shoe blocked off. Not according to Fox by, Sports. By Nate, and he got hip tossed by Thomas Fedoni. Yeah, that Thomas Fedoni. That was like an actual. That that probably should, that should have been like fifteen yards on Fedoni, but that was yeah. like an actual <laughs> grab him by the shoulder pads, flip throw. Something similar happened to me when I played football as a young child, and it's probably the reason I never played after that. Uh, I got just mauled by this kid who's probably five years older than you know the rest of us, and he just. He dunked me down and buckled my knees. I never played football again. That that's kind of what that looked like. But that was probably a fifteen yarder on Fedoni that wasn't called. I don't blame you. Um, yeah, if you keep your hands in tight, they're never going to call it. Fedoni kept them in tight the whole time, wrote them down. It was fine. It was a clean play. Hey, how, clean about, play. how about Fox Sports saying that he he got that dog in him for Borkature blocking him fifteen yards, blocking his shoe off, and he just pulls. Uh, Hunter just pulls, his, <laughs> pulls the helmet off. Here's what I will say. Guys got to start wearing their helmets tighter. It's become way too much of a problem. You got to keep that thing tight. High and tight and put some air in it. You should not be able to just whip your helmet up and down like that. Yeah. I kind of blame Nate for that. Well, yeah, that's probably true. Uh, second most watched college football game of the weekend. That includes a Texas upset over Alabama in prime time in Alabama. 8.73 million viewers for Nebraska, Colorado. Um, and most of all time. Yeah, one of the most, one of the more, I, I think that's not post-season, regular season. Um, mm, oh, that is, you're, you're, you're correct. You're yeah. Correct. Just, you do have to give, I, I, I don't know how much <laughs> credit Scott wants to give, but, you know, you do have to give some credit to Deion Sanders and what, uh, certainly the attention that's been brought to Colorado you know, you you may not like it, but he is certainly making an impact. You know, two doubling their win total in two games from last year. All the yeah. media attention they're going to have uh, game day and big noon kickoff there on Saturday, the same day. I don't know how often that's ever happened against a CSU game, CSU team. I think they're going to be favored by twenty or something like that. But you know, as far as he, Nebraska well, here, goes, I'll, put, I'll, put, I'll give Dion this much credit. But with, if you swap quarterbacks, what's the score? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's probably the exact same score in the opposite way. I would say. Yeah, I mean, we maybe even worse, right? So, Dion had a son who's very good at football, and he recruited Travis Hunter, who's very good at football, and he's made them both coach them both because he's been their coach the whole time into very good football players. Mm-hmm. You can even keep Travis Hunter on that team if you just swap the two quarterbacks. What it what what do we have here? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean it, it like easier said than done because right, Shadur Sanders is probably the Heisman quarter, Heisman winner, right? This is like like Baylor with RG three that year or Stanford with Andrew Luck. It's like he is making that team. He's incredible. Shadur Sanders is awesome at yeah. football. Yeah, I've, I, some of the plays he was making were. Unreal. He should be a first round draft pick in two years. But once he's gone, what do they have? Dude, he got sacked eight times in that game. And like you right. would not know yeah, it Nebraska looking at defense his stats. Leads the nation in sacks. Yeah, Nebraska's tied it with should have been a lot more. How many did he get out of? He got he got out he of some bad situations too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nine times we didn't get to him. They, they were all over him. Um, and you know, Scott, to your point about the Nebraska Colorado game, uh, you 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 kind of look at it and you say, if these teams switch quarterbacks, probably a different score. And you know, it's you can't argue with it, right? Uh, Shador Sanders looked looks very very elite out there, and there is no. There's no way around it. Jeff Sims had, you know, one of the worst games I've ever seen out of a quarterback. Now, I don't love saying that. Uh, I think it'd be disingenuous not to say it. The The turnovers were unforced. They weren't pretty. They weren't great against Minnesota. They were worse against Colorado. I, you know, total honesty, I thought the first two, without a doubt, were on Jeff Sims. I thought the last two were probably more on the coaching staff to keep him in that game. Uh, he could have had three by that time. Uh, that interception was terrible. The handoffs couldn't be handled. I just, I feel like when he came out for the second half of that football game, you were kind of waving the white flag and saying, you know, this game is pretty much over. I understand that maybe he gives you the best chance to win. Maybe he can be the most explosive guy. But when your quarterback is, has turnover issues in the past at his previous university, he comes here and he is playing his first game makes some bad turnovers. There's no way around that. Comes in in a huge game. There was no you know, if ands or buts about how many eyes were on this game and can't handle the snap, he can't hand the football off, he can't you know, his vision is not great. I just I don't know how you keep him in the game at that point. And I'm not usually this guy, you know, when there's Maybe in the moment, sometimes I am when talking about pulling guys for turnovers, but when they are that bad, I don't know how you keep them in the game. I don't know how the offense functions when you've had that many turnovers with that same quarterback. I don't know the how other offensive players go out there and play their hardest. I don't know how anyone on that team goes out and play their hardest. The defense, especially. De- I mean, the defense not just the mental aspect of it, the physical aspect of that many turnovers. You're just on the field over and over and over and over and over again. You don't have any time to rest. So all of are this we doing, is, are we going in on Jeff Sims here? I don't is want, I don't want to go in on him. I think he can turn right, around, right, but right. you know, there's this, we, we are talking, you, you cannot talk about this game from Nebraska's perspective without talking about Jeff Sims. Yeah. Yeah. It was are you familiar. Are you familiar with the frog and the toad, Joe? I know what the they scorpion are. And the, the scorpion and the frog. Uh, no, enlighten me. Not the frog and the toad. The frog and the toad, awesome children's book. Very memeable. Go back and read that. Uh, <laughs> the scorpion and the frog. You familiar? Oh, my research. No, I'm not. So uh, it's a sold parable where this, this um, scorpion needs to get across this river and he talks to the frog and he asks the frog to pull him across the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it let him ride on his back. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, and the frog says, no, if I let you ride on my back, you're going to sting me and I'll die. And the scorpion says, no, if I sting you, we'll both die, so I won't sting you. And so then the frog agrees with the logic, so he puts him on his back. They get halfway across the river, and the scorpion stings the frog, paralyzing him. They both drown. On the way down, the frog says... Why did you do that? We're both going to die now. And the scorpion says, it's because I am a scorpion. It's what I do. Oh, no. <laughs> he came into the season with 31 turnovers as a starting quarterback. Okay. And that includes fumbles. That includes interceptions. That's just who he is at the end of the day. That's 
who he is as a scorpion. He's a guy who's not that careful with the football. If you're interested in turnover margin, winning the turnover margin as a team, as a program, as a culture, it's just a very interesting choice to bring that guy in. I mean, clearly they thought they could fix him because I do believe them when they say they care about the turnover battle mm-hmm. because we've seen them bench Anthony Grant because of it. You're probably your most talented running back. He was third on the depth chart game. because of it before he even got right. fully benched. Yeah. And right, because of turnovers. And yet, you know, Jeff Sims, it, that's who he was. That's who he is. And you weren't able to train it out of him. So what do you, you think you about people who bring up the fact that Anthony Grant's been benched because of fumbling, but Jeff Sims hasn't. Is it just because quarterbacks yeah, I think are quarterbacks? A really good question. No, I, I mean, why is it different? Why wouldn't it be more in the opposite direction? Well, his ball security is not throwing interceptions, is, is catching the snap not a priority for quarterbacks? You know, unless you have a superstar at running back, generally the thought is that unless you have a superstar running back you're not going to get the same drop off with you know a running back one to running back two to running back three as you do between a quarterback one quarterback two quarterback three because most teams you're on your third quarterback coming into a game you're assuming you're going to lose if you're playing a similarly talented team similarly talented Um, at all whereas quarterback running back running back you have to use your second or third running back you're not that point spread isn't dropping the same way mm mm-hmm yeah, so I'm yeah, totally. I mean, quarterbacks are yes, important. I hear that, but this is an egregious amount of turnovers. Mm-hmm. At what level of turnover would it take for us to bench him then? That's, He's not catching the snaps three I, times in a game. We had fumbled snaps. Four. So, what three lost four. four, four total? Yeah, there's the mistimed oh one. Uh, at, at what point do you bet you there has to be a line somewhere, right? What yeah. amount of turnover would it take for them to bench him? So, because you've got Heinrich Harburg on your bench, who you've said as a staff that he's great. You've kept him at quarterback because you thought he was a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's a he's good enough athlete to play anywhere else on your on the field, offense or defense. And all the things that Jeff Sims does that aren't passing, Harburg has all those skills too. And I also want to say even a little bit faster. Harburg's he- two hundred twenty pounds. He runs a 10 8 100. He's probably like a 4 6 40 yard dash guy. And he could be a punishing rusher. So, you know, the, the really good play Jeff Sims made, Harburg could have done that exact same thing. People often say, you know, oh, I've heard this a surprising amount uh, from people in Nebraska media, whatever, that, oh, well, if you bench Jeff Sims, you don't get those, those big plays. You don't get that insane, you know, rushing ability. You don't get that big. Right offensive production and my question to that would be what offensive production are we talking about there's been two total touchdowns one of those touchdowns was an explosive play he also fumbled on that he got the fumble back but you know he didn't catch the the, play his one passing touchdown was a gadget play yeah that he also fumbled was able to get back on it i mean there's just the juice has not been worth the squeeze at all but if you take out garbage time he scored the, the offense as a whole has scored two touchdowns and one of those was a gadget play where he also fumbled, and the other one was a breakdown in coverage from Colorado. Uh, Heinrich Harbert, I mean, it was garbage time. You don't put too much on it. He 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 has a passing touchdown to Thomas Fedoni, which is, you know, it's a good moment for them personally. You know, maybe he gives Harburg some confidence going forward. Who knows? But, you know, obviously in the terms of the game, it meant totally nothing. But yeah. you have to give 
you know, I think, especially with Jeff Sims' injury heading into NIU, I would not be surprised if Jeff Sims, I am assuming he's going to start against NIU if he's healthy. And part of that, I think, is because they're going to look at NIU and say, hey, we should, this is a G5 team, we should win this game. If Jeff Sims starts, I'm not sure we win that game. I mean, I'm seriously... It certainly puts it more in jeopardy, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, What's it, our record right now if we start Harburg at the beginning of the season? Harburg at the beginning of the season, I think we have maybe the exact same problem. Just because, you know, he's played... That Colorado game was his first time at quarterback in a, in a college game. Um, you, but what, you, you give him the Minnesota start first then, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It, you're going to get, you know, rookie mistakes, which, look, when a, guy, when, a, when a guy starts, you know, if we had started Heinrich Harburg, you expect that stuff. You, you understand the new coaching staff. If Harburg had started right away, you're probably going to have some right. issues like that here and there. Jeff sure. Sims, but you it, bring in to not in, have it, that. Jeff it Sims falls in line to the theme of growing pains because this is, you, you know, it's a developmental and it's like, it's not the hired gun that you brought in, you know? Yeah. Jeff Sims, you bring in to not do that. Stuff. You, I mean, he had turnover penalty problems at Georgia tech, but you bring in a veteran guy. That's what kind of what the transfer portal is for. Hey, we're well, it's, you know, the major benefit of it. At least you can bring in a guy who is going to take care of the football. He, you know, is a veteran leader. He can come in and he can protect the football, run your offense. You don't have to start from the ground up. But when you bring him in, he's turn. He can't hand the ball off. He can't catch this. I mean, and it's I hate piling on the guy, but there's no way to talk about this football team and not right now. And I hope more than, you know, anyone that he can turn this around because I think he can be elite. And I think just that color. I mean, that's that's got to be. I don't know. That's got to be just a significant amount mental where you're not able to catch a snap and hand the ball off. I, I don't know. It's been enough for me to want to see a change. Agreed. So, so we've talked a lot of negative about the Nebraska Colorado game, but if you watch that game and you saw how Nebraska play there, I think there's a lot of positives take away. One of those being the young man that you brought up. He was your X factor. Uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Cameron, uh, Cameron Lenhart, the true freshman out of New Jersey, balled out against Colorado. Two sacks, you know, looked like he was putting guys on skates. Just an incredible performance by him, and I think you can expect a lot more from him going forward. Yeah, he he definitely is tailor-made for this defense. He's an incredibly explosive athlete. You can put him anywhere in that front six, and I think he would excel. Uh, he's going to be an all big 10 guy by the time he's done. He's probably going to be a freshman all American this year. <clears throat> Eight total sacks by that Nebraska defense against Colorado, which is just insane, especially the way that that game played out where you're not, you know, that, that game obviously got away from you uh, in the second half. So your statistics are going to kind of get thrown off by that, which I think is a shame. I think it really sucks that people, they're not going to get the national attention that, I think that defense deserves because of Nebraska's you know, offensive performance in the first game and then all the turnovers in the second game. That's really going to inflate uh, Colorado's defensive stats. And I think it's going to make you know less people appreciate Nebraska's defense, which I think Tony White's done an unbelievable job with that defense. Those guys are flying around. 
they're attacking the ball that they were doing some fantastic yep. tackling, especially early, you know, as the turnovers mounted, they got pretty tired. Obviously that game started to get away from them. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, you, how, many you can't, this year, how many times this year, Joe, have we seen tackles that we haven't seen in like 10 years, like the show stopping tackles in, two in games. open field where you just bend dudes in half one on one in the open field, a defender coming to the ball. I, ex- I now kind of, Oh, this guy's probably gonna make this tackle. It's been kind of a while right. since I expected that guy to make that tackle. We're seeing them light dudes up. Yeah, <laughs> like we're they they are tackling with heat and aggression and you know hate almost. <laughs> it's bad like, intentions. It's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. We haven't seen. I haven't had this much fun watching a Nebraska defense so far, and that's you know crazy because we have two losses, but. I haven't had this much fun watching a Nebraska defense in a long, long time. Because we've had good defenses over the past two coaching staffs. Both of them had one year where the defense was pretty solid. But it was in more of a passive way. It wasn't aggressive. It didn't look like guys were flying around. You were making sacks or pressures or getting turnovers, which this defense hasn't done a ton of this year so far. But I know it's going to come. But um, it's just really, really fun to watch. Uh, I hope they can turn on the offense in time for us to take advantage of Tony White being our DC. Cause I don't think he's going to be a DC for long. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Matt rule has said he wants guys to coach for him that want to be head coaches someday. I don't think you know, early on that looks, he, yeah, Tony, Tony White, White looks like he's on the quick fast track. Syracuse fans were not happy when Tony White left. They, they loved and his, yeah, I don't know if Tony White's name was thrown around a lot around the country to be, you know, well, it yeah. just was, you know, people didn't assume that we were going to run a three-three-five. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's a lot of doubters. Really hey, there's a lot of doubters about that three-three-five defense too. Mm-hmm. So far, so hey. Uh, what did uh, conversely? What did South Carolina fans feel when Satterfield got hired? <laughs> well, uh, that, that that might be a new, uh, different discussion. They, they, <laughs> and that's they closed out the season strong too with a couple. They did, big yeah, they wins. really did. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that that probably softened the blow too, but. You know, when when you go into comment sections, which you should avoid, uh, about Nebraska, it's a lot of Carolina Panthers fans. Oh, fuck Matt Rule, this is what you guys get. We told you. And a lot of fuck Marcus Satterfield. Fuck you, this is what we told you was going to happen. Um, which also, like, shut up. You know, Carolina mm-hmm. did ne- never had, <laughs> you know, these kinds of turnovers and all that kind of stuff. So, they hate Matt Rule. I've I've never seen anything like it. Oh, it's I've nuts. never seen coaches like stalk a coach after he's been fired somewhere like that. No, especially he's like not even coaching in your league. He's es- coaching college football. Yeah, especially a place that's. I mean, Carolina's had some the, some troubles for a while. Like this is not. Yeah, they weren't firing all cylinders. Matt Rule came in and burned it's the place. It's also not like they were terrible. They weren't the Browns, right? They were. Right. They were bad. They weren't like a good team, but they mm-hmm. weren't. They weren't like dumpster no not at all so the matt rule era has gotten off to an zero and two start not a lot of good vibes around husker fans per se you know when i look when i watch these games obviously some problems obviously the turnovers are killing us but you know overall i i see two games in i see a lot of good i really do i think that defense is flying around uh i think a lot of parts of the offense are getting too much hate because of the not enough points being scored, which is understandable. Um, but 
as far as this goes long term, short term, I have concerns about this season. There's there's no doubt about it. But long term, so far, I feel pretty good. I'm not, you know, hitting that panic button yeah. about Matt Rule early on. I don't think well, you are. I don't think anyone should be. I got a few reasons for optimism, Joe. Uh, the defense is good. The defense is really good. We covered that. We love the defense. Keep it up. Uh, they're going to eat here coming up soon because the Big Ten West is terrible at offense. Oh, yeah. Even more Ooh. so than normal. Even more so than normal, the Big Ten West is terrible. And uh, also Michigan State just suspended Mel Tucker. Michigan State suspended gonna... Mel Tucker. Purdue's got a first-year head coach. Wisconsin's got Luke Fickle, which you know we assume is going to be good. We still assume is going to be good, but you know they're right. having some troubles early as well. So our defense is going to be able to feast on some bad offenses coming up. And, mm-hmm. and on not only that, we've got two non-conference opponents then to lead into it. The offense, the problems appear to be fixable. Yeah. Right? Should be. Well, we have been saying that There's for five, six There's nowhere to go years. but up. There's yeah. nowhere to go but up. I've never seen quarterback play worse than what I saw on Saturday. Uh, you have pieces around mm-hmm. that should help you. You can run the football. So just yeah. lean on that. Uh, but the big reason for optimism I feel in the offense is Teddy Prohaska is coming back. Fuck yeah. And I think he changes the way you can play football on offense. 100%. I don't know. Do we? He, he, him being at left tackle, Turner Corcoran, who I think has been dealt a bad hand at his time in Nebraska, having to keep playing left tackle because we can't develop any tackles, is going to be better suited either on the right side or as an interior guy. I think people will be very pleasantly surprised when they see him play a different position on the offensive line, that he's going to be really good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just not built to be a left tackle. We just don't have anyone else. So he has to be the hero and step it up and play a position that no one else can. Especially at left tackle, too. Sometimes That's that's kind of like, yeah, at least social media-wise, it's similar to corner, where no one really notices you unless you get burned, and then you're yep. kind of all over the place. So it's it's kind of a thankless or, position. Or if you're Teddy Prohaska and you look like a Madden creative character. Yeah, Teddy Prohaska's a monster. So that was our thoughts on uh, Nebraska-Colorado. Certainly was not the enjoyable experience we had hoped it was we were wrong in our score predictions obviously um hopefully you know niu louisiana tech i believe hopefully these are some more uh, entertaining people's elbow there joe what or people's people's elbow yeah that one right there actually pretty legit if you you shaved your head you'd look like uh you'd have to do a little tanning but i could see it thanks man that's what i've been going for I told you I was getting in shape. It's time. Yeah. Football season's gonna, always the time to get in shape. Huh? Oh, there we're you go. You brown. got it. Yeah. Excellent. All right, Scott, you have anything uh, you want to say to the people who maybe uh, are, are feeling some type of way about this Nebraska team? People who maybe yeah. need, especially on social media, some good vibes about this team? Just embrace at how good of a recruiting class they've had, especially on defense so far. Um, there's a lot of young guys playing. There's a lot of young guys playing really well. Mm-hmm. I like this defense because it prioritizes athleticism over everything. And so you can get those young guys in quicker. Uh, you can see the future. The future is playing right now. And those guys are only going to get better from here. So if everything is going bad, just keep relying on the fact that you can see the fu- the brightness ahead. It's not, you know, it's not in recruiting recruiting classes to come. It's on the field right now and they are playing well. So focus on the young guys and you know, nowhere to go but up with the offense. Also, starting 0-2, you had two Power 5 teams to play against. 
Uh, you had to go right. on the, you know, if we didn't start against NIU in Louisiana Tech, I know Colorado. I know Colorado has a first year head coach too. Uh, he also has some really talented five stars with him, you know, and we, yeah, we could have won one or two of those games, but hey, we didn't first year. You know, it happens. We weren't expecting to win, you know, too much, but I mean, golly, you look at the schedule, NIU, LA Tech, uh, you know, you hope to win those. Michigan's obviously going to be tough, but, you know, Northwestern, Purdue, Michigan State, I mean, those are back-to-back-to-back games. Those programs, who the hell knows? Actually, I have no idea what's going on with Purdue at the moment. First-year head coach, I've not been paying any attention at all. Brom um, had a solid program, so they're decent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that is our episode for the day. I hope you enjoyed it. Please give us a like, give us a subscribe. Have a great week. Bye-bye.